What's up, everyone? It's David, and it is the second episode of the podcast. I really apologize if the first episode had bad audio quality, but once again, this episode is bad audio quality too. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy. Alright, next up, me and a legendary musician are going to talk about, you know, when the whole 8th grade went to Poly Mountain and how I screwed it up. So, yeah. Also, there's a little editing mistake at the end, so just ignore that. So, yeah, hope you enjoy. Alright, so remember when the whole 8th grade went to the Poly Mountain thing? Yeah. Yeah, was it, like, good for you? Yeah, it was a good experience for me. Um, made a lot of memories there. You already know how I ended up after going to Poly? Um, uh, I don't remember. You don't? No. Did anything happen? Oh, man. You missed out on a lot. Wow. Wait, what did they miss? You you probably know Tim, right? Yeah. Yeah, he'll tell you all about it. Oh, maybe. I think... I don't know. I remember, but it was fun, though, right? I don't know. Like, I was on Tim's cabin. <laughs> and I guess, from his perspective, I made a lot of memories there. Because every night I do something stupid. Okay. I'm actually quite ashamed of it now, but back then. Um. Oh. So. I suppose the no problems happened on your side. Yeah, nothing really happened. Um. So you know, like how we were split into groups. Yeah. I remember um, that. Andy. Andy Goo was in our group with Prodi, and like... Oh my god. They, they, they... So, you know the bathroom doors at Polly? Yeah. I found a way to open them from the outside. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I decided to pull a couple of pranks on people. Like when they were doing their business, I would just go inside without looking at them. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Did your cabin leader like not care? Was he was he like not there? Yeah, he was pretty chill at it first and then he slowly got angry. Uh I see. Yeah. So on Tim's part, I think he slept pretty well. Yeah, they were like legit troublemakers and like they were throwing snow at each other and like I think Andy was pushing Prodi or something and then like the counselor, like the head counselor or something had to calm down and get him. Yeah. Dang. Well, I've heard stories that Prodi on the, you know, rope climbing thing. Yeah. Got stuck there for five minutes. He was screaming for five minutes. Oh yeah, he was stuck there. He was hanging down on the course thing. Yeah. Like, some were just, like, they were not having it. Like, um. 
Do you think the counselors were nice? Yeah, the counselors were really nice. Um. Yeah, they were chill. Yeah, but like some were like, so yeah, kind of sucked. Hmm. Well, the thing is, you know, the night after karaoke. Yeah. A really bad thing happened that night. Which was. So since it's poly memories, yeah, this is like one of the main poly memories. Mm-hmm. So, oh my god! So after karaoke, mm-hmm. like the entire group was pretty high. Uh-huh. And we went to our respective cabins. Yeah. And it was like a normal day, like a normal night. Everybody just got ready for bed, you know, mm-hmm. all that. Except I, because of what I did, it pushed it all the way up to like 11 p.m. Wow. Yeah. And I already talked with Arthur about this on the podcast, but... Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I don't think I should be sharing this, but so you know Anthony Rice, right? Yeah. You know him. Mm-hmm. So he, we were, you know, across from each other. Mm-hmm. Everybody was doing their business. He hung up from his bunk bed, uh-huh. and uh, I decided to slap him. The thing is, I would have gotten away with it yeah. if I didn't say a really bad thing after the end. Oh. And you can ask people from my group what I said, because okay. once I said it, literally, the whole cabin went silent. Oh, wow. Like, was- they were playing cards in the distance, uh-huh. laughing, yeah. and then once I said it, silence. Were you, like, were you, like, screaming it, or, like, just... I screamed it. Oh. Was it inappropriate? Well, in a certain point of view. Okay. Makes sense. So, the camp counselor is on the other side of the room. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I got so scared. Mm -hmm. Oh. I was quivering. Like, I covered myself with the blankets and everything. I I was scared. Mm Mm-hmm. And... The camp counselor rolls up on my room, and of course, he goes like, who said that? <laughs> I thought I would have gotten away with it, uh-huh. but my bunkmates pointed to me. Oh, wow. Dang. Except Preston, he was dying of laughter. Uh, did anything happen after that? Yeah, a lot of stuff. Oh. I, I think I was the only individual was scared straight in my cabin. Wow. I bet you were like, you know, enjoying life in the in your other cabin. Yeah. But then like your cabin's hectic. Like there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, the night before all that happened, I t- I like smeared deodorant all over my face for a dare. <laughs> It burned. Wow. Why did you do that? You know that game? Um, no. Okay. Where you guess the number, and if someone gets the number oh, right, oh, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. 
and so I had to smear all over my face. Oh my gosh. And it's um, Wow. So anyway, the night after, mm-hmm. after I said that, I don't want to brag or anything. I'm not bragging. Mm-hmm. This is coming out of great memory. Mm-hmm. But I remember the whole principal came. Uh, bro. And Damn. He, he walked me outside. We talked about, you know, stuff. And he was like, don't say that again. And I was like, got you. You're getting mm-hmm. away with one strike. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was off the hook. I celebrated. Mm-hmm. And due to bad events, he ran into Mr. Mancia in the road. Whoa. If I stalled for a bit longer, I would have gotten away with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got wrecked. And Dang. next thing you know, the principal, two teachers, um, and the poly principal was waiting at the door. Wow. And I was scared. Wow. How many strikes did you get? Well, I would have gotten three, but of course, um... I mean, like, it's a good thing because, like, you can remember... You can remember it, like... If it if it was like a good experience and you had like nothing going on, then you wouldn't remember it. Like you like you made like good bad memories and now you can remember that. Yeah. And of course, like everybody was still surprised to see me appear at breakfast the very next day. And it was a sad ride back home. It wow. was like the carriage to my execution. <laughs> wow. So, how's Austin doing? Austin? I thought he brought his phone. No, he brought, the camp he, brought a, he brought a boomer camera. Well, I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> but, still. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad he didn't take many pictures of me, because I would have looked miserable. <laughs> no, nah, um, I just took them. I just took selfies on that. How do you take selfies on a boomer camera? Uh, you just, like, face the camera towards you, and then, like, you just take it. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> the food was actually surprisingly good. Um, I had cucumbers every single day. Like, my whole plate was, like, filled with cu- cucumbers. Um, I don't, I don't think I ate much there. You didn't? No, I don't think so. Literally, my table, we, we always went for, like, seconds and thirds. Even thirds. <laughs> uh, Cassidy was next to me, and, like, she would, like, always get, uh, like, seconds and I would always like eat her cucumbers that she got for me. Their cucumbers were good, and tomatoes. So, you went on a vegan diet <laughs> on like the best campsite food. No, I had Every their um, hamburgers or cheeseburgers or whatever they had. Um, their tacos were good. Wait, they had tacos? Yeah. So anyway, 
I think that wraps it up. I'll edit now. All right. Thank you for contributing. My pleasure. Thank you. Any good memories of him? Um. I don't know. I remember taking his boomer camera and just like spamming pictures on it. Okay, next up, me and a piano playing legend are going to talk about the shameful poly memories I had. And he was a witness because he was in my cabin. And let's just say the audio is kind of bad, but there's a deeper story to it. So. Hope you enjoy. I know you're a very busy man. Uh-huh. That's why I gotta keep it short. Right. So the original person I was about to talk with broke his leg and is at the hospital mm-hmm. as we speak. So right now, like... Very, very sad. Okay, so I ran, ran out of ideas for the podcast. So... A memory just came up to me. Like the whole eighth grade went to Polly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Come to think of it, I'm actually quite ashamed for it. Yeah, you, pr- you probably should be, bro. Second, second, you were in my group. So I have better yeah, editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just start with the beginning of the Polly trip. Mm hmm. All right, remember the bus? Yeah. How we did like... (laughs) You gave us your Anthony Rice diss on the bus. All right, let's get straight to that night, all right? The night after everybody did Sweet Home Alabama for karaoke. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. That was epic. And, all right, so normally on poly nights, I do a lot of stupid stuff in the cabin, like, you know, grab a broom and try to duel people with it. Or that one time I actually found a way to unlock the doors from the outside. Oh, yeah. And then you walked in on, like, a bed. <laughs> oh, he's hilarious. I remember, I remember Darren was showering. And then I was like, yeah. yo, what's up? I didn't see him. <laughs> he was covered, but he got, like, shocked. Man. <laughs> Why do you even oh, do man. that, dude? That's kind of messed up. I don't know. My question is, why did you shower at 4 a.m.? I didn't. I just woke up and showered in the morning. Is that not normal? Literally, the teacher complained about it. Like, I remember in the middle of the night, I heard, like, a water. <laughs> dude, okay, I just woke up and couldn't go to sleep, so I went to shower, and everybody get, got pissed at me. It was only, <laughs> like, dude. It was, okay, sure, it was, like, 3 or 4, okay? But I was, I was quiet. I remember Preston dared me to like put deodorant all over my face. Oh yeah, and you went to breakfast and nobody noticed. So sad. <laughs> we we should have gotten like some marker to color you with. All right, but oh, remember we made cool. Anthony we made Anthony eat dirty snow. <laughs> anyway, the night, the night I lost everything. <laughs> okay. Like, you were up for the karaoke thing, right? Like. Yeah. yeah. I think Country Roads was more packed than Sweet Home Alabama. Uh, not really. No, everybody was more in sync at like Sweet Home Alabama. Like for the chorus, everybody was singing it like more together. Yeah. I remember the normal karaoke people were like, what are they doing? (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, so I my business, oh, yeah. brush my teeth, all that, did my business, <laughs> and then everybody's like getting ready to sleep. But I think yeah, our schedule was pushed way up because of what, like, mm-hmm. and on the bunk bed, and okay, dude, you can't blame this on Anthony, bro. <laughs> nah. <laughs> the thing is, I did the. I know him hanging up upside down <laughs> was very tempting to you, bro. But <laughs> I rein it in a little, bro. You know, I'm actually. I'm. A, I, I wish I can go back in time, and I, I want to slap my past self. Because <laughs> I'm still ashamed of this. But what I did next. All right, so I slapped Anthony in that position. <laughs> And he was, and the thing, I would have gotten away with it if I didn't say, oh God, if I, if I didn't say bop, and then I don't know how it came out of my mouth, but it was the N word. I think, I think you were high from all the karaoke, bro. You gotta stay away from that stuff. It's dangerous. Loosens up the mouth, you know? Dude, I did it really loudly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and everybody went dead silent as he said it. <laughs> like <laughs> you're like, oh shoot, oh shoot, I'm screwed. <laughs> and you like face planted in your bed, just like huddled up in your blankets. <laughs> and then Glenn walks over with his like Glenn face on it, and you're just you're just quivering there. Yeah. And the camp counselor, Glenn, he walks in and I'm like, I'm screwed. I'm screwed. <laughs> I was like covering my mouth and shit. I was like, I'm screwed. <laughs> and then she goes like, who said that? And I was like, my <laughs> and impressing me and Rysel pointed to you. Bro, you snitched on me. Hey, hey, no, it wasn't me actually. It was just pressing the rice. Yeah. And my soul. All right, first off, Rice <laughs> was just looking at me like, tut, tut, tut. You were just, I don't know what you were doing up there. I was reading my and, Kindle. And Preston was like dying of laughter. <laughs> and then, for, and then Glenn points to me. And I, I just beg for my life. I'm begging for my life. I, I'm on trial. Yeah, I was but, like, that, but then you made it worse with your explanation. <laughs> I, you know, he was like, why did you say that? You're a minority too. And I was like, I listen to a lot of rap music now. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry, bro. It's just culture. <laughs> and you got so much more pissed after that. You probably would have gotten away with like a bit easier if you didn't say that, honestly. He called one of the poly principals. Like, Wait, what, what did he even like, say to you outside? Because I remember they brought you outside and they said something. He looked like Steve Aoki. And outside, he was like, you know what you said, right? Yup, yup. Um, never say it again. <laughs> You're off the hook. And I was like, oh my god. Thank god. Thank god. I celebrated a bit too early because we ran into Mr. Mancia in the road. We talked to Mr. Mancia about it. Next thing you know, the whole Jedi Council is pulling up on the bedroom. I was like, <laughs> I thought I got away with it and I'm screwed. Yeah, bro, we, we we all blame you for wasting our sleep time, bro. Like the principal was there, <laughs> like the two teachers were there, yeah. the poly principal, the entire Jedi Council was there. And I was like... Bro, bro, you also owe us. You know why? Why? 
So when we were back there, dude, everybody in the cabin was like begging for your life. Like we were like all like begging for mercy for you to get to Glenn. Of course, that didn't. And then, and then Glenn, Glenn decided to have mercy. You actually would have got to like a strike three, except Glenn told them to only give you two. Dude, I did get a strike three. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. You got a two. They were they. You did. They finna call my parents, and you know, they almost driven no, me home. No, that's two though. Strike three, you get sent home. They, yeah, I almost got sent home, but. <laughs> no. I wonder why, dude. I wonder why. Um, that night I got wrecked. Like the people <laughs> interrogated me on a chair. In your jammies. In my jammies. In my pajamas. He interrogated me <laughs> in my pajamas. Oh wait, hold on. Are, are you trying to push this onto him now? It's all your fault, bro. All your fault. He did he did the right thing. I'm not gonna lie. But the thing is I slept in the what do you call it? I slept in the Poly Principal's office. It was an uncomfortable night. But I knew I was screwed when I got home. And next thing you know, in the middle of the night, he called my parents. They had a little talk. Next thing you know, I'm safe. I'm safe. But I still was scared that they'd pull up on their van and go like, get in, in front of everybody. And then morning comes and everybody's like surprised to see me still on the campus. Like, I'm still very yeah, ashamed. Yeah, we all thought we were, you were gonna get whipped by your parents. And bro, I had to sit next to the principal the entire bus ride. <laughs> and then when I got Dude, home- we asked if we could be on your bus, and the principal turned us down, bro. Yeah. And when I got on the, when I got home, when I got home, I don't want to explain it, uh, like, Let's just say, let's just say the stick was involved. Oh God. And yeah, that's basically it. Thanks for contributing yep. to the podcast. No and problem, dude. Next up, I talk with one of the biggest Office fans I know so far. And he was very fun to talk to. I enjoyed every second talking to him. And if you don't like The Office, I don't mind, skip it. But if you do like The Office, you're in for a treat. I hope you enjoy. All right, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Hey, am I good? Yeah, you're you're good. So, all right. Let's get started. Let's do it. Favorite show on Netflix? Oh, favorite show on Netflix. Easy. The Office. The Office? Mm -hmm. Um, How many times have you rewatched it? Oh, God. I want to at least uh, like 10. It's such a perfect show in my mind. I'm only on season like six, but still, it's a perfect show. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, what, what part of season six are you on? Um, the part where Jim gets a separate office from Michael. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, cool those, those, are, those are some good episodes. Uh, yeah, I've, it's a timeless show that never gets old. It's so great. 
Amen to that. <laughs> I remember, like, at my church, this one dude said, I acted like Dwight Schrute. Mm-hmm. I reminded him, like, I reminded him of Dwight Schrute. Yeah. And first off, I was, like, fourth grade, so I did not know who Dwight Schrute was. Yeah. And now, like, as I watch The Office right now, I was like, oh, my God, did I really act that way? <laughs> oh, my God. Dwight is just one of those characters who are just who's just so far from reality. He's he's personally my favorite character of the entire show. I know for most people it's Michael, although Dwight to me is just so perfect. Every time he's on screen, I'm entertained. Like he has this really nice edge to him. You know, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely, and like he always, he's he's a kiss ass. Of course, although in That's the for sure. although in the best way possible, like they didn't make it so that he's annoying. They make it so that he's a lovable kiss ass to Michael. <laughs> you know that Benihana Christmas episode? Mm-hmm. I feel like we were all on Dwight's side when Andy was like trying to be the kiss ass of the office. Exactly. Uh, like those during those episodes, Andy was clearly meant to be kind of the villain per se. Obviously Andy had the redemption and uh, towards yeah. like se- season four, five, six, seven, he's honestly one of the more, most likable characters in the office. Although, yeah, we were all just rooting for Dwight's, you know, like especially when Dwight goes off, he leaves his job goes to like staples a little bit that episode it's always a little bit weird um and then andy of course did the classic uh hole punching in the wall which i, I always love <laughs> jim's pranks everyone is a classic exactly every single prank. i tell you mm-hmm. uh there's uh t- towards the end of season two i i i'm honestly blanking on the episode name although it's the second last episode of season two uh Michael, Dwight, and Jim are all sitting in a room and Michael's just reading off the pranks that uh, Jim did to Dwight and Jim's explaining them. I really wish that we could have seen all of them because some of them, I was just like, oh my god, that, that would have been so, so amazing to see. Although, they're all just so good. At season two and season three, I feel like I was the only one, not only in my entire class, but mm-hmm. in the entire office fan base, who was rooting for Jim and Karen to be together. Really? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, I feel like Karen is one of those people who, as a character, we are told to hate. Although, there's really no good reason why we should hate her. I mean, yeah, she doesn't like Pam, and Pam's one of the most... She's probably is the most likable character and just one of the sweetest characters. Although, Karen didn't do anything wrong. It's just she's... Uh, she's just kind of used to show Jim who like Jim should really be with. Yeah, exactly. She's she's doing a lot better without Jim. Jim and Pam are doing great on their own. So yeah. Although I I can I can kind of see where you're coming from. Like I didn't think that Jim and Karen were that bad when they got together either. Like, what are some memorable moments in season five? A oh, season five. Okay, we can't talk season five without talking about stress relief. Probably the best best ep- <laughs> best episode in my opinion. I know a whole lot of Office fans. It's their favorite episode. It's just so great. Just the fire drill is uh, the perfect cold open. They couldn't have made it any better. 
the CPR scene to, uh, the, to, yeah. the, to the roast of Michael Scott. Uh, it's just so good. And some of the more underrated moments, it also has a lot of, a little bit of drama sprinkled in there with Pam, like her parents, which I thought was a good little arc to the episode also. Oh, yeah. So it Season just did, uh huh. It just yeah. did everything right. Especially the roasts. Uh, yeah, the roast is, uh, it's, it's so amazing. It's, it's one of the best, like, ten minutes of the show. Uh, Michael coming back the next day and just the boom-roasted monologue. It's so iconic. Dwight, you're a kiss-ass. Boom. Roasted. Boom, roasted. Yes. Oh, my God. There's no, no Office fan can watch that episode without laughing. It's perfect utterly perfect personally my favorite episode is dinner party oh my god yeah okay that's that's definitely in my top five i know some people who don't like that episode just because it's people like oh it makes me uncomfortable it's like a dysfunctional family or whatever but that's the beauty of it that's that's what makes it so good and the fact that michael gets hauled off by the police (laughs) yeah oh my god and uh when just one of the more underrated moments when he screams that it's a $200 plasma screen TV you just killed. I I can't. <laughs> I, I can't even with that. Oh, yeah. And Jan's dancing to Hunter's music. Mm-hmm. Hunter. Oh, my God. So I have to ask you something. With Jan and the baby, obviously, it's not Michael's. Do you think it's Hunter's? Maybe or maybe Kevin's. Hunter I didn't like as a character. He didn't really add anything. Like, we weren't supposed to like him or anything. Although, yeah, Jan. Uh, what can we say about Jan? Wait, I got a spoiler from my friend. Mm-hmm. That Michael and Holly, like, moves to Colorado. Yes, 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 they do. Um, so, you said you're only on season six, so I'm not going to spoil. I'm not, I'm trying, yeah. I'm going to try not to spoil past season six. Although, yeah, Michael and Holly, they moved to Colorado towards the end of season seven. It's pretty sad. Although, um, I think that Michael and Holly are great. I really actually like Holly. She's pretty funny, and she is the total female Michael Scotts. And they, they're they perfect. And um, the proposal, I'm not going to spoil anything. The, the proposal is really great. You will... Really? Totally. You, you will enjoy it. The the character that really annoys me the most is mm-hmm. probably uh, the temp, Ryan. Yes. Oh, my God. I was having a conversation uh, yesterday with some of my friends. And, yeah, Ryan is the... Ryan is my personal least favorite character in all out of all the seasons of The Office. He's not that funny. He's kind of, like, sarcastic... Like Jim, although in a bad way, like it's it's not that Jim charm. And just from when he's the temp to when he's the boss to when he comes back from Thailand or whatever, I, I just never really like him. Because I really like Kelly. I think she's a great character. She's really funny and quirky. Although, like, her being with Ryan was just not right. Because Ryan's a terrible person. Now, what about Creed? Oh, Creed. Good old Creed. Creed. Creed is, uh, he okay. I don't want to say he's underrated because he's definitely not. He gets all the love and appreciation that he deserves. Um, and I think 
what I'm trying to say is that he's a little bit underutilized, although that makes him a good thing. Because when he, like, he he has, like, a moment, like, every single episode, just, like, one or two lines that just stand out to you and almost always make you laugh. Like, just how weird yeah. Creed is. And everybody loves him. Also, um, you're not there yet, although there's an episode that, it's coming up, it's in a few episodes for you, I know it's in season six. Uh, it's, uh, there are, the entire office is playing a murder mystery game, and Creed comes in late, and Creed's like, hey boss, sorry, what did I miss? And then Michael says, oh, sir, there's been a murder and you are a suspect. And then Creed's like, alright, I'm gonna go get something from my car. And you just see him bolting out of the office into his car and driving away. It's kind of confirms that Creed maybe murdered a couple people in his day. What about the one of the most bullied characters in the office, Toby? Oh, Toby. You know, although going back, I kind of saw him through the perspective of Michael a little bit. And Toby kind of annoys me sometimes. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Although, that's personally how, how I feel on Toby now. Uh, just saying, he does have some funny moments. Don't get me wrong. Although most of the time, he's just kind of meh. Yeah. But I feel like Toby is kind of jealous and tries to get in the way of Jim and Pam. Oh. By writing all those reports on him. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That kind of made me mad. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that he touches Pam's leg. Oh, That yeah. was creepy. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. That, that's one of the most awkward moments. He leaves his daughter behind, then. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Uh-huh. That's, wow. Seemed like Michael in the episode, uh, take, your, take Your Daughter to Work Day. Seems like Michael actually cared a little bit more about Toby's daughter than Toby did. So, I mean, there's a whole bunch of theories about Toby. He's, he's, a, he's a weird guy. Not as funny as the show, obviously. Although, when I've been watching the show for too long, I just go to the bloopers. And it still put a smile on my face. So that basically wraps it up. Thank All you right. for adding to my podcast. Of course. Thank you a lot. All right, no problem. See you around. Okay, next up, I have a conversation with a friend. And yeah, you'll see where it heads. I remember in second grade, we had, like, this substitute teacher who was from Penn, and, like, he was pretty scary. He was like, hey, folks, and, like, you know, he was, like, cussing, and, like, everybody got scared of him. Damn. And he got, like, I think, I think, like, uh, one of the students reported him to the principal or something, and he wasn't allowed to, like, sub for elementary school classes anymore whoa so he cussed and he got fired well he cussed and he was like really mean to us like i know we like cussed all day long like uh once we became middle schoolers but like back then you know like you know like we condemned each other for cussing at each other right yeah you know we were like big tattletales that time yeah big snitches so when you were in sixth grade before you left Richmond, how was the experience? Um. Uh. To be honest, it wasn't great, but like, I I miss Richmond a lot. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess. Well, 10 is going to be like a new start. Like, you know, everybody's going to be more mature and like, you know, it's going to be different. It's going to be fun like, too. In March, it's like, I'm going back to school in two weeks. Everything's fine. And then suddenly they just push the date. Like, and we are and like two months later and we're still not back to school. And yeah. We're doing online graduation. Yeah, it sucks. Man. Are you excited for Penn? Definitely. Yeah. I- I'm I'm not. Why? Because <laughs> I've I been looking be forward able towards to... high school since I was like, what, seven? I don't know. Like, yeah. they have like better vending machines. They have like ice cream vending machines. <laughs> I'm really scared of the teachers there. I guess, yeah. Normally, I go to Boba Time a lot, but normally I just go to the Torrance place. Honestly, like, Boba, what do time, you Boba Time is not that great, but like, I mean, like, that's Still pretty much like, like, there's like two options. I have to either go to like Ding Tea, which is like 10 miles away, and my mom's probably not going to bring me there, or like Boba Time, where I can like walk there and like, you know, like, yeah. But you think ding tea is better? I've had ding tea once. It's not as good as Taiwan's bobo, obviously, but it's pretty good. It's as close yeah. as you can get to authentic bobo in America. I mean, I go to ding tea. I used to go there like every weekend mm-hmm. after church. How do you make bobo? Like homemade bobo? Well, like, I think they use some kind of, like, special tea. I'm not too sure. Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, an expert on boba, like, but I'm pretty sure they use a different kind of, like, black tea or something. And, but if you want to make, like, a homemade, like, boba, I think in, like, like, stores where they sell, like, Chinese things or, like, Taiwanese things, they have, like, dried boba things where you can, like, like, put them in water and they, like, become bigger and like you know like boba like so like and you can mix milk tea with it so yeah and eventually i think i was peeing milk tea at that point (laughs) how many cups wait so you had like one every week i guess yeah damn that's a lot even in taiwan i had like one like every two weeks like every week and (laughs) wow so at boba time you only order like taro taro milk tea yeah because the other ones suck i never tried taro in my life really taro's really good like uh, like like sweet taro not like the like the taro before they put sugar in it like the taro before they put sugar in it is is terrible my dad likes eating it i don't know why (laughs) ah Sometimes, sometimes I used to like go to boba time and just order milkshakes. That's it. Milkshakes? Yeah. Not even boba? Not even boba. No boba. Then what's the point of going to boba time? Exactly. You can go out or like have it or something. Habits milkshakes aren't that bad. Yeah, they're pretty good. Like, but once I like the only, so I had them two times. One, the first time I had them, 
I think like their milkshake machine like broke and like they had to use some other method to make it and it, it tasted horrible but the second time it tasted it was really good I know it's gonna disgust you but my church mm-hmm. they put Kool-Aid with boba <laughs> that's that's interesting and it's actually not bad I would never imagine mixing Kool-Aid with boba Kool-Aid like with boba. that's just like the most random idea I've ever heard no, and it was like the powdered Kool-Aid. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that basically wraps it up. Thank you for contributing to my podcast very much. So, you're saying Taiwan is really good boba? Yeah, I mean, Taiwan invented boba pretty much. Alright, thank you. See you later. Bye. Alright, so I guess that sums up episode 2. Thank you for listening, and like always, I appreciate you. And computer? World domination is near. I'll just pretend I didn't hear that. Thank you, a lot.